you know, as believers, we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. When your circumstances don't change, even though you're praying and wishing that they would, keep on believing. Keep walking by faith and not by sight. Listen, when you're in over your head, don't stop reading the Bible. Don't stop worshiping and don't forsake fellowship with other believers. That's what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. It means to read your Bible, to worship, and to keep fellowshipping with other people who have the same faith that you have. Do you know what else walking by faith entails? It means that you will never stop praying. Your answer is on its way. This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to my daily podcast, A Jolt of Joy, on the Charisma Podcast Network. Let's open the book of Mark as we learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. If I were to give today's teaching a title, it would be this, The Story of a Very Smart Farmer. And listen, that's who I want you to be. I want you to be just like this farmer that we're going to study today in the Word of God. I want you to be smart and to persevere no matter what you see in the natural. Let's read together Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29. And Jesus was saying, the kingdom of God is like a man who casts seed upon the soil, and he goes to bed at night and gets up by day, and the seed sprouts and grows. How? He himself does not know. The soil produces crops by itself. First the blade, then the head, then the mature grain in the head. But when the crop permits, he immediately puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. This is a word from God for someone who's listening today. The harvest has come. These verses paint the picture of a very smart farmer. He keeps planting crops even when he does not see an immediate response coming up in the soil. So it is with you and the Word of God. Keep reading it. Keep memorizing it. Keep talking about it even when your circumstances are not changing. Keep sharing your faith. Keep spreading hope and joy. Keep praying. Keep believing for a miracle breakthrough in your life. You know, just like this farmer, you might not see an instant crop, but just know that for every seed you planted, you will indeed reap a harvest. It is the way the kingdom of God works. It is the promise of God to your life. Now, the farmer couldn't see the process. He didn't know how it happened. It's a hidden and miraculous promise. But trust that God, just like that seed, is germinating in the rich soil of your life. Don't stop planting just because you don't see anything. Keep planting. Keep trusting. Keep watching. Keep ready 
for your miracle. The Word of God is germinating in you and in others. You know, as believers, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. And I want to speak to you today. Your bumper crop is on its way. Your bumper crop is on its way. Mark 4.29 says, the harvest has come. This is a word from God for you. You know, farmers are a patient group of people, aren't they? Well, we're God's people, and we should be a patient group of people as well. We wait for the promises of God because your promise is on its way. Your breakthrough is on its way. Your harvest time has come. And then in Mark chapter 4, verse 30, we see one last picture of yet another seed. And Jesus said, how shall we picture the kingdom of God? Or by what parable shall we present it? You know, Jesus spoke their language. He communicated to them in terms that they could understand. This was a a society that was chiefly agriculture in nature. So he was talking their talk. And this is how we must communicate our faith to the world in which we live. We can tell parables. We can paint word pictures. You know, I think that this is why Christian fiction has been so popular in the past 30 years. It tells parables. It tells the story of a person's walk of faith. My husband often speaks to men, and he often speaks in sports analogies because they understand that. They understand the quest to be a champion, the quest to be winners at life. You don't need to be versed in deep theology to give your testimony. Just tell your story. Your story is your God-given and appointed parable for your life. Tell your story. People understand stories. You don't need to have the entire book of Isaiah memorized to have an impact in somebody's life. Just tell your story and how God has worked in your life. Well, back to Mark chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the soil, though it is smaller than all the seeds that are upon the soil, yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and forms large branches, so that the birds of the air can nest under its shade. You know, a mustard seed at that moment in history was the smallest known seed of the day. It was minute. It was microscopic. You could barely see it with the naked eye. It took 20,000 mustard seeds to equal one ounce. Try to wrap your mind around that for a minute. And yet, the mustard plant was huge and glorious. It could take over your entire garden. The mustard seed does much more than it was designed to do. The the mustard seed was designed to produce a singular mustard plant, but because it grows so enormous and so large, it does more than it was designed to do. It produces shade for other creatures caught out in the hot summer sunshine. Intrinsically, it was designed to do one thing, to taste like 
mustard. But because of the purpose of germination and darkness and breaking through and growing and growing and growing, a mustard seed can be more than it was created to be. That is the picture of you. God wants you to be more than you were created to be. He doesn't want you to be content with just sucking in oxygen and allowing your heart to pump blood throughout your body. God wants your life to provide shade, to provide comfort, to give sustenance to the world around you. Your life is not just about you, but it's about what you can offer to the world in which you live. Let the process of growth take place in you and see what God is able to do with one submitted life. With a man or a woman who is willing, who is content, and who is available to allow the Word of God to go to the hidden places in your heart, you will accomplish things that you could never have done on your own. The Word of God will make your life a life of impact and a life of greatness. You might feel like nobody sees you. You might feel invisible and hardly noticed as you go through a daily journey, but when God plants you in the fertile soil of life. And when God plants the word of God in your heart, great things are bound to happen because of your life. The world will not be able to pigeonhole you or define you based on who you were in your beginning. You were microscopic when you began, but when God got a hold of you, he did a mighty and a miraculous work in you. Miracles. We all love miracles, don't we? What is a miracle? I remember when my kids were little, we used to sing this old Bill Gaither song. Maybe you remember it. I anticipate the inevitable, supernatural intervention of God. I expect a miracle. That's what a miracle is. A miracle is the inevitable, supernatural intervention of God. Do you need a miracle in your life today? You know, a miracle is necessary. A miracle is needed in any circumstance in life. When you look at it from a human perspective and you say, yeah, right, that's not going to happen. Yeah, right, like that's going to happen. What you need is a miracle. When everything in your humanity cries out saying, nothing will ever change. You know, we all love miracles, don't we? We love hearing about miracles. We love hearing about someone's story of a miracle. The miracles of Jesus are powerful demonstrations of what we all long for today. Are you praying for a miracle? Over the course of the next few days on Defiant Joy Radio, we're going to be studying the miracles of Jesus in the Bible. So get ready. Hang on to your seat because your spirit is going to be jumping up and down in a wow moment. As we study the miracles of Jesus in the Bible, it will give us faith for the miracles that we need today now in the 21st century. The time for miracles is now, not just then when Jesus lived on earth, but the time for miracles is now. 
the miracles of Jesus inspire me. They encourage me. They strengthen my faith. You know, I love reading about Jesus turning the water into wine and healing the sick and raising the dead and healing lepers and giving sight to the blind and stopping hemorrhages and multiplying loaves and fishes. We all love miracles. We all yearn for miracles. We all long for the miraculous to be part and parcel of our Christian life. And as we study the life of Jesus, we must study the miracles and develop a healthy theology of the miraculous. I hope you'll join me tomorrow. If you need a miracle, it's just one prayer away. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.